Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Scranton date of Warp Tour 2018, the last time I'll be doing this. Anyway, uh, I'm here with Paul Mark and Josh from Silverstein. Welcome. Hey, thanks. Good to see you again. Yeah, very nice to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I make a great host, especially when I'm not throwing the party. But anyway, uh, so you guys are, it's coming up, the last show on the tour for you guys. New York, right? It is. Yeah, days away. We will play our final Warp Tour performance. Absolutely. Scary, sad, happy. A lot of emotions. Very mixed bag. But uh, yeah, it's coming either way. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. So I saw a bit of your set of the other year, or actually last year. How unexpected was it for you to be doing it this year? Did you have it in mind that you were just going to write, record, or relax this summer instead? I don't think that we've ever assumed we were going to relax. <laughs> we were always going to be doing something. Uh, I think we jumped at the chance to do four days, and then we got offered another four, and we said yes. So, I don't know. I don't think anyone was all that surprised, but it is neat to be back two years in a row. The forbidden fruit that you can only eat once, we're eating twice. Or eight times, or whatever We're this is. We're eating the pit of the cherry. Ooh. It's like a bowl of cherries, and there's eight cherries in it. And each day we enjoy one cherry as a group. Yeah. Share that cherry. It's tasty. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking everything literally, so wow, you guys are, okay. We're very hungry, please help. All right. So I saw Billy got killed up by Guar last year. I'm I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, I mean that's just tragic. Oh, that's okay. He was easily replaced. Yes. He has a, a brother, Willie, and <laughs> we, we brought him in. They look the same. He already knew the bass parts too somehow. So look alike, twin brother playing bass. Just got to keep him away from Guar. We should be okay. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Now I saw on uh, Twitter, Warp Tour's own Twitter, they said that. You guys played a special set with Knocked Loose and some other people, uh, I guess, involved with To Write Love on Her Arms. What was special about the set? I don't think that was... That doesn't sound familiar us. to me either. Yeah. Or if we did, it was so special that memories could not be captured. <laughs> Thank you, Cleveland. Today we come out swinging for special sets from Silverstein and Knocked Loose. Then we cruise to hang out with our Pure Noise Records friends. Sleep on it, I didn't know if you guys did a special I, There wasn't anything combined, but they might have just been like featuring yeah. us that day as well as Knocked Loose. Uh, we definitely both played that date. Yeah. Um, so, but sadly, not. nobody informed Josh or I that we were supposed to do something special. All we did was play the dang show. Yeah, but that's okay. Special enough. Yeah. We try to make it special every day. Yeah, of course. So, well, I'm glad we could help. Well, now we know. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. We're pleased to have been involved. <laughs> For a good cause. All right. Um, a couple of years ago, you guys were really tight with, uh, well, Silvertooth, I should say. Beartooth. That was a big thing. Is there any other band that you've kind of joined forces with in some way like that? I think we started a drinking team with the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> yeah. We, we did Europe together and definitely tried to uh, make sure they didn't have any beer left in that continent, but yeah. I, I think we were unsuccessful. We did our best, though, and that's all you can really do. Yeah, maybe Boy Sets Fire. We have uh, not a musical collaboration again, though Shane often sings with them. And, yeah, again, that's m something of a European drinking team as well. It's mostly that, I guess. <laughs> all right.
fair enough. Uh, not too long ago, you guys did a big tour with Tonight Alive. Are, are they one of your extra tight bands so far on the tour? Oh, yeah. He wants to say something. No, I was just going to say, oh, yeah. A lot of nodding. <laughs> <laughs> They're wonderful, wonderful people. We had a great time uh, doing a club tour with them, and it's great seeing them out here every day, you know? We're parked right next to him today. It's great. It's luck of the draw. Sometimes you get no one you know, and some days you get Tonight Alive, which is awesome. Excellent. All right. Now, we should probably talk about Dead Reflection in stores now. Uh, it's been out about a year. Uh, you certainly should be, but now with some distance between you and it, are you, did you achieve everything you hoped to with it? Yes. Yeah. What did, I want, what did we want to achieve? I think that's hard to know. I think we wanted to make a really nice record. And I think we did. People seem to like it. I like it. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, if you can still say that a, a year after the fact. A yeah. year and 12 days. A year and 12 wow. days. Feels pretty good. Mm. Pretty, pretty good. Yes. 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 All right. Now, actually, over the last few albums, Paul Mark, you are the, still the new guy, not that new anymore, but uh, I would say Silverstein has gotten heavier in a lot of ways. Can we attribute a lot of that to your uh, goals for songwriting? I'm a very heavy guy, very big, very dense, like a dying star. And uh, yeah, it just, it just comes out of me or gets sucked into me. I'm not sure how stars work exactly. Dying stars. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not def definitely not trying to make it intentionally heavier, but did br introduce a new tuning to the group on Dead Reflection. So we've got a lower note to access, which maybe contributes to that a little bit. Um, but I also feel like I'm responsible for the extra poppy stuff too. Um, like the Afterglow is like the least heavy song we've ever written. And I made that. <laughs> so you bring the extremes to the group. Yeah. He's really just taking a look at what we've done and trying to make it better in every way, pushing us in every direction. And it feels good. I'm why Josh has a beard now. I was like, mustache, go bigger. Full face. I'm trying to get the 360 beard on him, the one that connects to your hair this oh. way. It's really quite possible. I know. My body is a zone where the hair is waging a turf war. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the hairless zones are being eaten up by more <laughs> hair. Yeah, it's bad. Real bad. All right, so Chewbacca in a couple of years we got. It's uh, a bad Chewbacca. Now here's something I noticed last year. Uh, of course, on Dead Reflection, the first single was Retrograde. Um, now, on the Hard Rock stage last year, Bad Cop, Bad Cop also released uh, an album, Warriors, and their first single was Retrograde. Really. Did things get awkward in catering? Like, Wasn't there also Crown the Empire had an album called Retrograde? Right. Turns out Retrograde, pretty popular title. Yeah. Be it for songs, records, what have you. But, you know, that's just uh, proof that it's a great title. Yeah. So we'll stick with it. Don't you have a son named Retrograde? I do. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite son, in fact. <laughs> Better than any of my other children, by far. But don't tell them that. We can't release this 
Anyway. <laughs> uh, your producer, Jordan, stepped away from producing full-time, from what I understand, but you found a hungry new guy, Derek Hoffman. Um, Shane said in some other interviews that he was really pushed by him in, in a way that some other producers haven't. Did you experience being pushed in this way? Paul Mark was also doing some push. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel pushed by Derek necessarily, but I felt like he did a good job of pushing Shane. Okay. <laughs> Which was, yeah. Because Shane's a pushy guy himself, you see. But you can't be, you can't push yourself if you're pushing others. So someone's got to push you. Is maybe the way it goes. Was it more in terms of the vocal performance or the writing structure, or how is he being pushed? Would you say? Yeah, performance is a big one. A lot of like, that's too plain. Like, let's get some, let's get some style on there. Show us, show us what you got. Um, and yeah, writing too. We were writing a lot, and Derek. One thing Derek definitely was super keen on that we haven't experienced before was like need demos that are good with vocals. Like I don't want to. He's like I don't want to start tracking a guitar until I have vocals for everything, and I really like that. But Shane was not super used to doing it that way, so it's just a bit of that. But Shane rose to the occasion like a fine dinner roll. <laughs> <laughs> saying like flatbreads are shit dinner rolls <laughs> it just doesn't rise no yeah, okay <laughs> now something you something cool you had done on the previous album i am alive and everything i touch were a lot of field recordings that you just put throughout there do you find yourselves just in everyday life recording a little something oh maybe this will end up on the next album that's a fun question that we don't often get asked uh i do find myself <laughs> making field recordings <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever work their way into another Silverstein record, but I, I enjoy making them and might do something with them someday. I have this wonderful sound of this rocky beach, and every time the wave recedes, it makes the rocks cascade over each other, and it sounds like this very percussive thing that I want to try and stitch into a drum beat. Don't take my idea. Drum beat. You're weird. I know. That's very strange. All of a sudden. I just, I'll mess around with it someday. Yeah, I look forward to your meditation CD. <laughs> Symbol crash or have another co covers album in you at some point? Short songs are cool. Just throwing it out there. I've been joking about long songs forever, so just two songs like Stairway to Heaven, Bohemian Rhapsody. Or just one track, two albums. I get the feeling with the way streaming works now, long songs are not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think short songs is really just a bit ahead of its time. You make 20 tracks that are 30 seconds long. That's some money. There you go. Boom. And I'm talking fractions of this. <laughs> <laughs> some money. Yeah. All right, let's see. Okay, here's something that may have been some interband drama, shall we say, on Twitter. Shane had a, a tweet about, okay, go ahead, name a bad baseball movie. Oh, you can't? That's because there aren't any. And he replied at, at Bill, uh, you, ga you guys okay? You guys figure out that old baseball bad movie? I think they were on the same team about that. Oh, okay. 
I think, yeah, I think you might be misinterpreting it here. Shane and Shane and Bill are both huge baseball guys, okay. and huge baseball movies. I think they both agree that there are no bad baseball movies. I think they were probably talking about it and then put it to the, the Twitter universe to say, let's see what people think. It's, that's a, you know, it's tricky. I don't really care about baseball or most sports in general, but it's a true statement. Is there a bad baseball movie? I have not seen it. Airbud seventh inning fetch. Wow. Okay. Major that's League it. Two. That's a real baby geniuses too. Yeah. <laughs> Just good answer. Yeah, that yeah. is good. Is that that's what you looked that up? That's what it's called. Well, no, I mean that's those are some of the movies that I think are kind of uh, not so great. Did you reply to Shane saying that? No, I thought I'd uh, maybe I'd go right to the source and we'll tell him. We'll, we'll bring it back to the group. Yeah. Okay. But allow me to rebut with Bernie be. Mac's Mister Three Thousand. Oh well, okay. What's that? Great flick. That's a baseball? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I forgot about that one, but that's that's right. I mean, wow. Uh, now, Josh, you've said you're not a sports fan, so maybe this is a question that shouldn't be asked, but you guys okay with the Kawhi Leonard trade? Is that cause? Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, he's, like, said he doesn't want to play in Toronto, and I love DeMar DeRozan. I wanted to put a statue of that guy in front of the arena, so... I'm not happy. <laughs> and you've got him for one year guaranteed. It's a rental. He doesn't <laughs> want to be here. So, yeah, I don't know. I hate it. I think it's a mistake. But that's fine. I'm looking at a really bad year for sports next year, I think. So that's okay. I only know two Leonards, Nimoy and Skinnerd. <laughs> Wildly different spellings, but that's fine. Enjoy it. All right, going to Europe at some point with anti-flag cancer bats and warriors in the fall. Uh, any other highlights you can talk about for the rest of the year? Any domestic highlights? That's all we got. Okay. Yeah. You know. We're going, yeah, because we're going to Europe right after this, too. Sure. We're just going to Europe all the time now. Thinking about buying a place over there before I have a place up in here. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna, that's where I'm going to put all my eggs in that European basket, make a nice hollandaise. Especially with no Warp Tour, I'm sure you'll be going even more, so that's so understood. Even possible, yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. Uh, I, I'd say that's everything. Duty. Nice.